Are you not having the success you want with your direct bookings? Perhaps you are tired of feeling like you are out of your depth and wish there was an easier way. Well, I've got an exclusive free training coming up that just might help. Join me on April 4th when I will share the top three mistakes that I consistently see vacation and short-term rental property managers make in their desire for direct bookings that could be costing you major profits. I will also be sharing my top tips in building your own direct booking sales engine that will bring in those direct bookings while you sleep. Come and join in the fun. Head to my website, directbookingsuccess.com, and click on the free training button to join me on April 4th, because you deserve your own direct booking success. You are listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you all the information you need for your short-term rental to stand out from the crowd. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the hospitality industry. I'm here to help, so you too can have direct booking success. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. And today I have Mike Anderson, the Director of Enablement at Arperto Guest Technologies with me. Hi, Mike. Hey, Jen. How are you doing? Good, good. Good to see you. So we have to first ask you, what does Director of Enablement mean? Yeah, it's, it's quite a mouthful when you throw it together with our like extended company name with the, the guest technologies, all that. It's, I, mean, I feel like it means something different every day of the week, but overall it's it's... Essentially, how do I support our company, primarily our, our, our customer facing teams, our customers themselves, and then our partners? How do I support them and enable them to be successful in all the different facets of their role? So a lot of that is just helping our customers get the most out of our products. And, and a lot of that depends me, depends on me to understand, you know, exactly how they're using them and, and what their day to day looks like. And what exactly is Operto Guest Technology? We are a, I mean, there's a, a million different words that you can use to describe it, yeah. but let's call it hospitality automation platform. We help property managers deliver five-star guest experiences, and we really take over where your PMS leaves off. So we, we integrate with your PMS and then everything from pre-arrival through the guest experience itself, through the checkout and the operations and the turnover, we handle all that through different types of technology and software and hardware automation. Cool. Can't wait to get into it today. And today we're going to be speaking about some of the fundamentals that you really need to have in place in your accommodation business before you can focus on direct bookings. And one of those things is making sure that you not just have a good guest experience, but a great one that will bring guests back again and again. So can you tell us, Mike, what are the common, some of the common pitfalls property managers should avoid? ensure that guests not only book once, but become those loyal fans who keep coming back. For sure. And and I mean, just to, to briefly touch on what you said there, it is really about delivering great guest experiences because the days of good being good enough, unless you're somewhere pretty rural with there's not not, not that many options necessarily, then, you know, they yeah. always say don't let great be the enemy of good. But for property managers, it's like don't let good be the enemy yeah. of great. And unless uh, your guests have never stayed anywhere ever. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. They're like, I yeah. just want a roof and an air mattress on a floor and I'll be happy. But right. most guests are not like that. And I mean, these days, if you go, 
you know, you search Airbnb, you know, the listings that are going to come up, even in lower price packets are going to be, you know, 4.91, 4.92, 4.88. So the bar is just so high and it's, it's the really small details that can, can make a difference. And even one five-star review that turns into a four-star review can really impact your, your overall rating. So, but yeah, to answer your question, in terms of like the biggest hitfalls, you know, and I know that there's a lot of people that, that, that listen to your show for all the amazing advice you provide on helping them kind of grow their businesses and scale up. You know, it seems like everybody in this business starts kind of managing their own Airbnb and then they take on another one and take another one. And then all of a sudden you're, you're running this portfolio and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's turned from a, a hobby to a career. And the biggest pitfall I would say is, is trying to run things the way that you've always run them as you grow and as you take on more units, both in terms of you know, the processes that you use, but then also just like your dependence on yourself. You know, you're going to be doing absolutely everything when you have one, two, three, four, five units. But as you grow, like you really do need to take on staff. And as things sort of get out from underneath the direct control under your fingertips, you need to have, you know, the infrastructure and the processes in place to make sure you're getting the same results out of your team members that you would if if you were still running around doing everything yourself. Yeah, no, completely agree. Things are not the same when you are managing one property versus five, 10, 20. Yeah. Okay. So how can we do this? You know, if we're wanting to scale and we, I think, you know, I think something is like, you can't do everything yourself, you know, especially when you're starting to scale, things look differently, but how can we keep everybody on sort of that same page? You know, the different groups of people, the different departments that you need. Yeah, there's a, there's probably a million different ways to come at that answer, but I mean, first and foremost, don't depend on you know knowledge that one person carries in their head, especially if it's you. Get everything documented. You know, a lot of the issues because you know I've for, for over five years now I've been working with property managers and kind of hearing their stories and you know hearing their their tales of woe and their successes and and sort of everything in between. And one of the things that people chat, struggle with is that you know, as they grow and their cleaning team, maybe it expands from, you know, themselves initially to, to a couple people who they work really closely with, but then all of a sudden, you know, they take on, maybe they start operating in another city or, 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 or further out or just more properties and they bring on more people, they bring on contractors, they bring on cleaning companies and things change very quickly. And a lot of that just knowledge about the way that things we, we do and what this house specifically needs and, you know, all of that knowledge can start to dissipate as it kind of goes further out from 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 the center. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that I've heard about is people who have those super important employees, those housekeeping managers, those operations managers, your first hire, literally your right arm, you know, and eventually those people will move on. And it's it's awful when it happens, but you need to be prepared for it. And if if one person kind of holds all of it, the keys to the kingdom in their head and they're the only one that knows how to work the systems and how to build the schedule. And, and all of a sudden they're not there anymore, then it puts you in a really difficult position. So I think there's just a, a definitely a, a need for, for property managers to, to systematize in a way that's not dependent on any one person. And that includes themselves, which means a lot of cross-training, a lot of documentation. And, and, and as you hire new employees, new cleaners, et cetera, like have them learn from the best so that a lot of those best practices are carried forward as you expand your team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's about fostering that teamwork, isn't it? So everyone is working together. And another part of this puzzle, because you've got those people on your teams, like maintenance, housekeeping, 
But then there's also the owner relation because, you know, you might have started just, you know, hosting your own guests on Airbnb, your own place. But as people want to scale and grow, they start managing other people's properties. Yeah. So what strategies have you seen successful property managers do to sort of maintain that healthy and productive relationship with property owners? That, you know, because we'd rather have collaboration than conflict, don't we? For sure. And, you know, when when you tell your friend that you're making all this money from the, the Airbnb that you're running and they say, oh, can you do that with mine? You know, your best friend is going to be a lot different from your, you know, your 20th or your 50th client who that's a very that's a business relationship at that point. And they have they have expectations and standards. I mean, it, I think you need to be very transparent and upfront with owners in terms of like setting expectations, set expectations about, you know, what they need to provide for the house. If when you're taking on a new client, set expectations about how much visibility they're going to have as to what you're doing, set expectations about, you know, what you're planning to do with things like preventative maintenance and things of that nature. I think a lot of the friction that arises is when somebody, a homeowner, um, things don't marry up to what the expectations that they had coming into the arrangement are, you know, and and being such a competitive industry, it's not enough to just send somebody a check every month. You know, they want to know that their their property is being taken care of. You know, they want to know off, more often than not that their guests are being taken care of. You know, it, it amazes me how much a lot of homeowners, you know, it's not just a, here's my keys, like send me a check. It's like they they check every single one of their reviews you know, they're deeply passionate about the experience that guests have in their home because it's their home. And in many cases, yeah. they've, you know, they maybe they've built it, they've designed it, they put the furniture in, they've, you know, they've sort of developed the aesthetic and and it's it's very important to them. And, you know, I've, I've heard from property managers who say they have clients who, you know, they live overseas and they, they hear from them once every two years, but those tend, tend to be the minority. And the other end of the spectrum is the ones that call you every single day looking for for answers or asking questions. And I think, you know, while it tends more towards that, I think setting expectations can be a really powerful tool to make sure that those are positive and, and collaborative relationships, like you said. Yeah, I think you're at a really unique place with Operto to view sort of all the different areas on the on the operational side, that guest experience side. Um, now, we all use a PMS. Now, I'm not, I shouldn't say we all use a PMS because there's actually people out there and I talked to someone this week who is trying to do it all themselves with Google Sheets. No. Yes, it's kind of scary. But, you know, that property management system, that PMS is essential, you know, for keeping everyone on the same page, for managing your channels, the actual property, your guests, communication, everything. At what point should property managers start to think about using a dedicated tool for one of the aspects? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, it depends what PMS you have as well and, and, mm -hmm. and what their capabilities are. Everybody will eventually outgrow the, the capabilities of their PMS, you know, in, in, in all sort of different categories, but kind of looking more specifically at that operations lens, that, that housekeeping and maintenance and owner relations. I think it's when, when the team starts to grow and you start to get a sense that things are starting to fall through the cracks and, you know, a lot of people depend on, you know, group text messaging or, or, or sending an email, you know, tracking paper receipts, you know, texting the cleaner to let them know that their schedule has changed. 
And when things start to fall through the cracks, and that can show up a lot of different ways, you know, maybe you're just, you just feel like you're running behind every day. You're, you're kind of, you know, in this mad shuffle to get people to the right places, you know, uh, a, a, a booking gets extended or, or canceled or changed, and it just throws the entire day into chaos. You know, you hear from a cleaner that, you know, there's no clean linens at the property because they weren't delivered. You know, just these types of things, you know, even even there's other warning signs too. like, you know, if the the standards of cleaning themselves are dropping because people are rushing or because you have a lot of new employees who maybe don't necessarily know what the protocols are, those are just kind of like warning signs. So I guess I would just encourage property managers to like, you know, sort of be their own canary in the coal mine and start to start to notice when things are starting to get a little bit harder because that's usually an indication that the systems and the processes that you have in place currently and what potentially whatever tools you're using with the PMS are, are maybe not doing a good enough job of keeping everybody on the same page. And, and that's when it's time to make a switch to a dedicated tool that will sort of just automate the chaos and, you know, just sort of put an end to kind of chasing your own tail around when, when, when things change, you know, it's, it's kind of like that Mike Tyson quote, like everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So the right tools can, 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 can automate, you know, you get punched in the mouth, but you know, the tool is automated what happens afterwards. So exactly. It's how you recover, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I like it. to make a Mike Tyson quote on your podcast. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Excellent. No, you never know. That's what I love about the, doing this podcast. You never know what people are going to say, even yeah. myself. But I like what you're saying about when things get harder, like that is a really big signal that there's time to look at your tools and, and technology and what can, what can help. Now, you're also talking about housekeeping and we know, oh my goodness, cleaners, housekeepers, they're worth their weight in gold. And, you know, you go into any Facebook group you know, about Airbnb, short-term rentals, and people are talking about, I need a new cleaner. How do you find a cleaner? How do, you know, because they do such a lion's share of the work and making sure that that guest experience is just top-notch. So do you have any um, tips to give like, that, that switched-on property managers are using to keep their housekeeping teams running like a well-oiled machine? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, first and foremost, it's, it's, you know, like you said, they're, they're worth their weight in gold and we want to make sure that we're setting them up for success. And that can mean everything from giving them good training when they start, because they could come from a different company that had different expectations or different standards. And, and you want to set someone up for success by having them understand like what, what is expected and what is required of them when they do, when they do your cleans. But you know, whatever chaos you're feeling in the, in, you know, in the office as you try to, you know, move around your, your pieces on the board to get everything done. If it's, if it's a, a really, you know, hectic shuffle, then your, your cleaners are feeling that downstream too. Like they're feeling the pressure and it's going to make them stressed out. And it just increases the chance that either they won't perform, you know, up to what standard they would otherwise be able to, or, or, you know, maybe they end up not working for you anymore. It's such a competitive environment. I've heard of cleaners literally, you know, going to work for for a competitor for you know 20 cents more an hour because people are 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 willing to just pay whatever it takes and then with respect to like the cleaners themselves like just make their jobs easier you know give them give them detailed checklists so that they knew know exactly what to do you know preferably digital checklists because they're 
there's just so many benefits to both sides of the of the of the, of the equation um instead of trying to track paper forms you give them photos of correctly staged homes so that they know exactly what it's supposed to look like and there's take all the guesswork out of like what goes where make sure all their like kits that they're cleaning that they're carrying around are like easy to carry get them like a backpack vacuum like that can actually make a big difference instead of like lugging around like a heavy vacuum all day if they're i mean if they're cleaning for six seven eight hours like it's a very physically demanding job it is i'm really like you know get their bags packed for them get their bins delivered with their linens and everything out you know pick up the stuff that's going to be laundered just try to like offload a lot of the physical burden that these people have to deal with even stuff like just using like commercial grade cleaning chemicals like we all want to use the you know the cheap no name brand to, to save a couple bucks. But, you know, if that's if that's impacting the cleaning efficiency because the products just aren't up to snuff, then that's going to be really frustrating for your cleaners because if the product isn't doing it, then it's it's going to be extra elbow grease that does it. Yeah. Um, and these are the things that yeah. we need to be doing to have that amazing guest experience, which then drives, you know, repeat guests and great reviews and, you know, and then gets into the direct booking side of things. But these are the fundamentals that we really need to get a handle on. And I, you know, that housekeeping, I don't know how they do it. And I don't know how they do it when they're on their, you know, second, third property. How do they remember what they've done <laughs> yeah. you know, in that property? And I think having, you know, checklists and that are just, that's, it's a game changer. That's really a really helpful thing. So how can Operto help? with all of these areas? I mean, there's, there's, there's a number of different ways, but you know, we are, our tool is, is essentially designed to get everybody on the same page, your housekeeping, your maintenance, your office staff, your admin, even your guests, really, if you want to look at it from that perspective and take away all of the burden of needing to manually manage the scheduling and, and shifting things around and, and, and sort of like tracking maintenance issues. So the, the tool is designed to just take a lot of the work off of everybody's plate. And, and the end result of that is that everybody performs their jobs better. So like I said, if, you, if you're in one of those situations where, you know, it feels like things are getting harder, things are slipping through the cracks, you know, that's the time to look at a team, a tool like Operto Teams, which, which really just automates. And, you know, there's, there's almost too many things to list when it comes to just optimizing the way that your housekeeping teams perform, your your maintenance teams perform. Maintenance is like a huge overlooked thing in property management. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you can end up like chasing your tail a lot if you don't have a good system for tracking maintenance and ma- and putting in a good system to track maintenance always comes, you know, seconds after getting your housekeeping in order. And some of the, some of the stories I can tell, like one was uh, actually a, a colleague of mine on our team who used to be a property manager herself. She said that, they there was this one Christmas. It was their biggest booking ever. One of their one of their their big houses, and they they came and they sort of greeted the guests at the door, and they opened the door, and there was a three story waterfall coming down from a leak in the roof. Oh my um, goodness! And they had to rewrap all of the guests' like Christmas presents, and like it was just like whole whole nightmare. And that's the type of thing that kind of falls under the category of preventative maintenance. And preventative maintenance is one of the things that kind of just gets swept under the rug. So it does, because you think of maintenance yeah. as being a problem that you have to fix. It's almost yeah, like a reactive space. But yeah, being proactive with the things that before they go wrong. Yeah. And even and even those reactive ones, 
you know, so many people I talk to, it's like, okay, what's your, what's your process for reporting an issue? And that could be anything from like, oh, a lamp doesn't work to something more serious. Like, oh, there's like a, there's like a leak under the sink, you know, things yeah. that need to be dealt with. And she's like, oh, like I text the office or I send an email and, and then you're just relying on a lot of, you know, manual relaying of communication and, and just manual tracking of things. And that would be one of my pieces of advice too, is like, you know, centralize and document your, your maintenance issues and give your housekeepers a system to be able to report things because they are your front line. They are going to see things along with the guests. And if you're depending on, if you're depending on texts and emails and just manually tracking things, then things are going to fall through the cracks. And that's how issues linger from one reservation to the next, to the next, to the next. And then your homeowners get frustrated. And when things ultimately get fixed and people are tracking around paper receipts, and then they don't know what house to bill it back to because they find this, you know, folded up yellow receipt in their pocket. So these are just all the things that property managers, you know, like you said, who want to be switched on, get these things in place before they become like a huge problem for you. And that's really where Operato teams can help because we bring, you know, the the housekeeping, the the, the maintenance and the owner relations all under one roof. Yeah, because we're human, you know, and if we're just yeah. relying on ourselves and texts and, and WhatsApp and yeah, I can just, yeah, it, it goes wrong so often. And when our core function is creating that amazing guest experience, having things go wrong, which needn't have happened, you know, is is a big problem. And it's also, I guess, how you react to things. So if, you know, if something is broken in the property that somehow got missed or or whatnot, it's how you react to that and how you get it fixed for the guest who's in there right there and not allow it to continue to become a bigger issue, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're running behind all the time, then, you know, that's how those minor annoyances, like the things that like, okay, I don't necessarily have to send somebody out right now because it's kind of in that category of minor annoyance versus like, you know, a broken pipe, which is like, you better get someone out there real quick. Um, but if you're behind on everything and everyone's kind of riding around chasing their tails and, and the day is just chaos, then that's how that those types of things don't get fixed. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end of the guest reservation, they're like, wow, I've been here for five days. Like I, re- I told them about this like on day two and it's still not fixed. And I've just been dealing with it for the last three days. And like, that's the type of thing that can bump your reservation down from five stars to four stars, maybe three. Like, and, and those, that impacts, that has a huge impact downstream mm-hmm. on your business. So it- spare yourself the chaos and and implement tools that will put a little bit more order into the day and, and a little bit less running around. Yeah. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, this sounds great, yeah, I want to know more. So you can head to operto.com slash teams and you can yep. find more information there to sort of help you sort of streamline what you're doing and get those processes in to help you. And it's, you know, I think it's great because it would all be in one dashboard, wouldn't it? These three areas in one dashboard. Yeah. So there's your housekeeping, maintenance, and 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 the way you manage your owners, and all of those workflows dovetail together. So you know the reservation syncing from your PMS, all of the scheduling is automated for your cleaners and 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 your maintenance teams. If a booking extends, if somebody cancels, you know if anything shifts in that calendar, you're not needing to go to the whiteboard and make a change or text somebody. Like the system just automatically shifts the pieces on the board around to to suit one of the other things that we haven't really touched on is is opera teams actually has like an owner's dashboard so your owners actually have somewhere to log in and they can see you know along with like their booking schedule and stuff like that they can also see all of the the history of all the 
tasks and maintenance that you've performed on their homes. And that's how you give somebody the, the, the level of transparency and confidence that like, wow, my home is really well being taken care yes, of. That peace of mind, isn't it? Yeah. For sure. For sure. And at the end of the day, you know, your guests may be the ones paying the stays, but the revenue is the homeowners and, you know, they're, they're the ultimate customer at the end of the day. And, and it's, it's super important for any property manager to, to treat them with that sort of like VIP experience and, and give them, you know, everything that they're going to need to know what a great job they're doing. So many property managers are doing a fantastic job, but they don't necessarily have an efficient or effective way of communicating this to their homeowners. So when someone else is coming around promising better returns or I can make you more money, et cetera, et cetera, you know, if all they're getting from you is a check every month, you know, it's a lot easier to make a switch like that. So many hats and you've got an owner that's emailed you asking you for an update. You're like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. This is just, it's a no brainer for me, really, because I think that's, you know, a great situation where people can just, homeowners can just log in and have a look in their time. They don't have to bother anybody. You don't have to worry about sending them, you know, reports and whatnot. It's there. So that, yeah. So that, I'll put that link in the, in the show notes, but it's operto.com slash teams. Now, Mike, I'm all about unlocking secrets of direct booking success here. And in your role at Aperto, what does direct booking success mean to you? I think direct booking success is about having an amazing guest experience. You know, 30 to 40% of your, you know, reservations, this varies obviously, but are, can often be repeat bookings. And I've talked to property managers who have had it been significantly higher. And if you ever get a repeat booking, there's a very, very good chance it's going to come direct. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's all about servicing the guests and, and delivering those five-star stays because five-star stays mean five-star reviews, which means more bookings, more bookings is more opportunities for referrals, for repeat guests. It, it's just, it just becomes a flywheel that, you know, just produces a lot of success. So I would say delivering five-star guest experiences and in order to do that, you have got to have your operations, you know, really ironed out and really smooth and really streamlined, especially as you want to grow your business, because the, the, the cracks that can start to seep in around things like, you know, a clean not being performed up to your standard or, or, or late, or a guest that can't check in right away, like all these knock on effects, they can all start to impact the guest experience. And when that happens, you know, it's sort of a, you know, a pass to the wrong side of the equation. So yeah. that's, that, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. Cause this, you know, it's the fundamentals of running an accommodation business are getting the operational side and it does change as you scale. You know, it also changes from day one to day 50 and it's the same property. You know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a moving business, I guess you can say, because every day can be something a little bit different. The other thing, the other thing I would say yeah. on that too is it's like, it's amazing how much first impressions will dictate the the guest's perception of their entire stay. Even if it's a five-day reservation, that first moment that they open the door and they either say to themselves, wow, like this looks amazing. This is exactly what I hoped it would be. It looks exactly like the listing versus walking into like, oh, like, no, it's nice. Like it's it's a little bit, it's not exactly what I expected. Or so that it's like those kind of micro differences. And then, and then, you know, once you're on that wavelength, you know, everything else just becomes confirmation bias. So when you come in that door and you have that amazing experience because the place is flawlessly cleaned and 
looks exactly like the listing. Like that's that's how you get your guest experience off to a five-star start. And then the rest of the way is just about maintaining that. Great. Love it, Mike. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you very much for having me. It's been it's been fun. And Mike, while I've got you here, I want to thank you for being one of the sponsors for the uh, 2023 Direct Booking Success Summit, which was held in October. It was a roid success and I loved it. I love having you and Operto on board and you have a special offer that you want to extend to those listening. Yeah, absolutely. The summit, the summit was great. I love just like spending time in the Facebook and seeing everybody fill out their bingo cards. And it was just the, all, all the energy and enthusiasm around it. It was, it was awesome to see so many people just like so excited about, you know, improving their, improving their businesses. So we're actually extending the same offer that we had at the summit is sort of very positively received. So we decided to keep it rolling through the podcast. So it's 25% off any Operato solution for your first three months. So if you want to, you know, give it a rip to give your operations, you know, the overall that you've been hoping to and, and want to stop things keeping you up at night, then check out info.operto.com slash DBSS. So direct book success summit DBSS or direct booking success summit. So info.operto.com slash DBSS. And you can claim that offer alongside jumping to operato.com slash teams to, to kind of check out the offering in a bit more detail. Cool. And I'll put those links in the show notes. Thank you so much, Mike, for coming on today. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. Hey, thanks for listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website, directbookingsuccess.com slash podcast. See you next time.